Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station, staring out my window at a treatment center I used to work at. How are you all today? I hope you are fine and pleasant. Yeah, people still say pleasant, at least I do. I, I hope you're pleasant. <laughs> I hope you're pleasant today. So, uh, anyways, I am in the forest of code in the state of Wisconsin as I drive right now. It is 53206, and I've worked down in this neighborhood, and I still kind of work here. I pick up clients, peers uh, in this area uh, often during the week. And uh, But I was just cruising. I'm in my work truck, my gutter cleaning truck, and I have some time between... Uh, I just was at the social workplace I work at, and they gave us a free turkey today. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, <laughs> how can you go wrong with the free turkey? I got to see my grandkids yesterday, and that was awesome. And then I have my little grandson spending the weekend with us, which is always great. Every other weekend, he comes over, and we get to hang out, and I get to uh, play with him. A two-year-old grandson that is just uh, cutest to be articulate, knows his colors, he counts to 20, and, and know what 20 is, not just the numbers on the page type thing. It really blows my mind because I'm still working. If you know me, I'm still working on that one. Uh, but anyway, so I'm cruising. I pick up my turkey, and now I'm going back to some gutter cleaning work in my gutter cleaning business. I do not have any employees today, so uh, it's kind of peaceful. But what I wanted to talk about is when I was driving through my uh, 3206, you know, there is a George uh, Floyd mural, and I thought, uh, wow, like, what, you know, what's that feel like growing up in that neighborhood? What, what's the message that that neighborhood is conveying? You know, if you're a small child growing up in that neighborhood, what what do you tell your kid when, when they see a black lives, uh, well, about a block away was another cool uh, Black Lives Matter mural on another. If you want to see them there in Milwaukee, and that was on Humboldt and North Avenue, and uh, it's on the corner. It's really done very brilliantly, very awesome looking. But what does that convey to the kid? How do you how do you tell that story? You know, it's got to be I. You know, it's a, a little your little grandchild asks you, "What's that about?" And especially if you're African American, what does that story sound like? It sounds like, well, we're African-American, and the police didn't treat us very well, and and hopefully we can talk about this in the past tense. You know, they didn't treat us very well, and today things are different, and you do not have to worry about somebody, law enforcement, putting their neck, their leg on your neck, and... Uh, and, and treating you in a civilized manner, you know, so, and working in that community, I don't work with anybody that is a violent criminal, or they're just 
everyday people <laughs> trying to get through another day. They go to work. Uh, many, some don't because of their uh, mental health diagnoses or they have a physical limitation. Uh, so, but many of them do work and they come home and they uh, are frightened. You know, they have to lock their doors at night. Most of my clients do not go out of doors after hours. And so I just, you know, that kind of baffled me. And then I'm still on the uh, Trump not surrendering the election yet. He is going to most likely be, you know, doing some jail time, seriously. And so I can totally understand why he is delaying and doing any tactic to try to win the White House, because he'd rather be sitting in there for the next four years than a federal prison cell, because how does somebody with his income, unless, you know, he's that poor on paper where he owes this $400 million, you know, who who does he owe it to? So, but I really wanted to come on and talk about gratitude today and the Thanksgiving mood and driving through 53206. I saw, I came around the corner because I was heading to get on the freeway to go to my next stop. And the road was so congested, I thought, you know, I'll take a right-hand turn here and I'll drive another half mile or so, and then I'll get on. I don't like traffic jams. I don't like, I like the quiet route. That's just me. Um, I like the easier, quiet, softer way. Um, so I thought, well, I'm going to come around this corner here. And it was, I saw all these police lights. And I thought, oh, no, because this neighborhood is super highly violent. And I rolled up on the first police cars, and I thought, oh, no, they have this whole neighborhood uh, blocked off, you know, uh, highly likely many days that it would be a shooter, and then they would corner in uh, that person in that neighborhood, but today I pulled up, and it was a turkey drive, and so the police were there in a good way, and they were helping people stay orderly and get in line. Uh, to go around this block and come around the other side and pick up a turkey, milk, stuffing. And I thought, wow, that's just beautiful, you know. And to have the police presence there, and you all know how I feel about the police presence. We're always going to need police. And I would like to see us adding value as to police departments us social workers being able to go along on calls on, you know, or follow-ups, you know, after an incident, let us intercede. Um, I uh, approached a local city, and they could not find funding for it, but my program would work in the situation, and that is once the person has a citation, or the police had to visit the house, is that somebody goes and follows up with that situation. And then we see what's going on, you know? Did
did the person get a citation for stealing somebody's snowblower, right? Which actually happened to a client of mine in a very nice neighborhood. <laughs> and he doesn't live in a poor neighborhood. He just uh, needs some help uh, just, uh, you know, figuring out how to navigate uh, life. And he has a very small social circle. And so I provide know some companionship and we do a lot of fun things and today uh, he had a different uh, worker that uh, helped him and they were coming over so we didn't get to have our normal meeting today so I'm kind of missing going to play video games with him or bowling or he, he always I love what he likes to do he always has something fun on the agenda and uh, but anyway so um, the uh, uh, you know we need to have a follow-up with people that are struggling. The person that stole his snowblower, why did they need to steal his snowblower, right? You know, and then a lot of times, if we catch the person stealing the snowblower, same thing. We just write a citation, take some money. But we're not talking to these people. We're not building community. Like, what is, what's wrong? Why, why are these people... Why is the guy in your garage stealing your snowblower? Is it a substance abuse problem or issue? Is it uh, maybe it's a um, lack of job right now with Corona, uh, with the COVID situation? Um, is he just maybe something um, isn't right mentally? Um, and so, um, Maybe he has a habit of stealing, and why is that? And to figure out what's driving the behavior. So anyways, kids, um, just wanted to get on here and share some love about Thanksgiving. It's a great time. Um, you know, I know we have to keep our social circles small right now, but we'll survive. We'll be okay. Um, it is what it is, as they say, and we're all going to be good. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. Try to have joy, joy shopping. I felt joyful when I got my turkey. <laughs> it's a pretty good size one, which I don't think we need something this big. So uh, there will be plenty for our neighbors. Uh, my son and his daughter, uh, my daughter-in-law, sorry, that's living next door to us now. And uh, so have a wonderful, prosperous day. Try to help somebody that needs some help. And if you feel you have nothing to give, remember, you can always give that beautiful smile of yours. <laughs>